masculine and feminine together is where the magic's at like we gotta we gotta embrace them both we can't just have one or the other I I think that that is so important and so misunderstood which is why I love that there's so many leaders yourself are so many other incredible leaders that are now doing this work to show people the way the different way Well, hello there, Prosperity Seeker, and welcome to another episode of The Prosperity Approach. I'm your host, Allison Chavez. As always, I'm so happy that you've joined me, and I am so excited for what I have in store for you today. You're going to love it as well. But first, if you're listening to the audio version of this episode, then be sure you're following the podcast on your favorite app. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube right now, be sure to click on that red subscribe button below and click the notification bell so that you're notified every time we release a new episode. And if you want to see what we're up to, all of the new offerings and free resources that we have to help you get higher and higher levels of success without struggle, head on over to alisonchavis.com and check out the meditations and the free downloads and all of the things that we have for you there. One thing that I did not realize when I first got into podcasting and then, and then podcast guesting a little bit is the freaking cool people that I get to meet. And I am so excited to share these two powerhouse women with you today, because you're going to love them as much as I do. Like I totally like we started fangirling over each other just a little bit when we got connected. And I had the great honor of being on their podcast. And we'll talk about that as we go. Um, But I was like, oh my gosh, ladies, I love you so much. We're like soul sisters or something. So you have, you have to come on my podcast because my audience needs to know you. So let me do Let me do some introductions. Teresa Lambert is an online business strategy coach, and she supports female coaches and service-based entrepreneurs to get their first clients or scale to six figures and beyond through strategic, tangible, and practical support. And I love her mission, which is to make business easy so your life can be more full. And in 2020, Teresa became the best-selling author of her book, Achieve with Grace, a guide to elegance and effectiveness in intense workplaces. She's also a speaker and the podcast co-host of Dissecting Success. And the wonderful, inconquerable Blair Kaplan Venables is an expert in social media marketing. Oh my goodness. Both of these, both of these women. She brings 15 years of experience to her, her clients, which include things like global wellness, entertainment, and lifestyle brands. She's helped her customers grow their followers into the tens of thousands in just a month. She's won integrative marketing awards. Yahoo listed Blair as a top 10 social media expert to watch in 2021. She's kind of a big deal is what I'm saying. These ladies are kind of a big deal. And I am so excited to have this conversation with you. So Blair and Teresa, thank you so much for letting my audience come to know you. Thanks for being with me today. Oh, well. I'm excited. <laughs> Teresa. So am I. I'm super excited too. And I was just thinking, I was like, oh, Blair and I, we might be uh, we might be doing our little little game of like both getting so excited to talk to you that we're both like bursting out something. So get ready for a lot of energy. Oh, so happy to be here. So happy oh my gosh. I, I just want to say it's because I came into the world blaring. <laughs> you did. And you just continued, you continued to blare all the time in only the way that you can. And I love it. I love it so much. So here's the thing, ladies, like, first of all, 
I, I want to know how did you two get together? We've got this social media marketing maven. We've got this amazing business coach who also like held her own in the luxury hotel space for a very long time. How did you two come together? Tell me, tell me about that. Well, I can tell you my side of the story. <laughs> um, I was on the committee for a women's business conference that was being hosted for its second year at the hotel that Teresa was the GM for. And I thought, wow, who's this badass woman who's running this boutique hotel, like super rad hotel. Um, and I just met her through helping plan this conference and we developed a business friendship and we went for coffee a few times and she led a workshop. And I remember I went to this workshop and I, I won the prize and the prize was like a free coaching session with her. And I was like, yeah, she's cool. And we just developed a friendship. And um, what am I missing? I feel like that's how our friendship started. But then the, but then she left her hotel job and it was right when the pandemic was starting. And that's really when the girl crush, I would say two a street girl crush started. That's where we started becoming business besties, zoom pals, because you know, COVID and we didn't know what was going on, but we were having these really cool conversations about success. And, you know, I've had my business. Well, now it's almost 14 years. So I've been an entrepreneur for a really long time. I come from a very different background than Teresa, but we both have the same amount of drive and passion. And so we're having these conversations about what does success mean? And I was like, yo, these conversations are too good to keep to ourselves. Let's start a podcast. Like, let's just, it's a fun project. Like we didn't start it with a business in mind. We both have our own businesses and we started doing it. We started having these conversations and we're like, oh, this is fun. And we actually made a pact. As soon as it stops being fun, we no longer will do it. But because of the podcast, we started having people reaching out to us, asking, how can I work with the both of you? So then we created the Velocity Masterclass. And then that masterclass was a feeder into a six-month program, which is morphing into something magical. But people found us. They heard our passion. They heard these conversations and they wanted more. Oh man, I, we do. We do. We want more. Teresa, I want to hear your, your side of the whole the whole meet cute. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. Well, Blair did such a fabulous job, but it's true. I was a GM of a luxury hotel here in beautiful Whistler, BC. And this conference that actually came to the hotel, came to the hotel because the first year they ran it, they ran it at a different property. And I went up to the organizer, Heather, the founder. And I said to Heather, I was like, Heather, you run a conference for women in leadership. This conference should be at the one hotel that has a woman at the helm of its organization. Right. So why don't you come down and we'll have lunch? And then, you know, so this went from there. So this is how we got the conference from one hotel in town to, a, to my hotel at the time, my hotel. I still look at it at my hotel, although, you know, obviously I didn't own it, but I certainly ran it as if though I owned it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and the owner would second that. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's where Blair and I met. And I just really loved, I, I've always been fascinated by people that were doing social media. Like I just thought social media was this cool thing. I think too, like coming up, late you know like Facebook I was in my 20s when Facebook submerged and I used it because all of a sudden I was traveling the world and I could share images with my family and it was cool and there was coffee shops and you know like the internet was just up and coming <laughs> so 
social media <laughs> was still this big. I thought it was really cool. And so Blair, you know, was doing social media. She was doing PR. just loved what she does. We started this relationship. And then when I, I actually left the hotel in January 2020, um, I was like, oh, where are all my entrepreneur buddies at in town? And I was like, dang, I got to call Blair. And also Blair was working on her book, Pulsing Through My Veins, Real and Raw Stories of an Entrepreneur. I hope I got that title right. Almost right, but I'll Almost take it. Right. Okay, but we'll, we'll take it. Anyway, so I reached out to Blair and I said, Blair, let's have coffee. This was just before the pandemic hit. Um because I wanted to just like ask her questions about her journey and writing a book. And, and cause I was thinking about writing a book and I didn't know where to start. And so this is, this is really, we had coffee in, in January and Blair was just like, yeah, absolutely. Like so like supportive. And I, and I think this is the power of like relationships too, you know, that, that I want to highlight because we met and obviously we were both contributing to the relationship, but we didn't know each other that well. And yet I was able to reach out and say, Hey, Blair, so I'm like doing my own thing now. Like I'm an entrepreneur. I would really like to have coffee with you, you know? And, and it was, it was that thing. And so anyways, um, she was obviously incredibly supportive and helpful. And then we started having this chat and yeah, I remember sitting on the, um, on the, uh, on my, on my balcony in July, I think it was. It was the, they had just lifted some of the restrictions. We had been chatting on Zoom. Blair had just um, become a best-selling author, so I was just like, "What did you do? Tell me everything," because I was just about to publish my book, and so we were just having. And then again, it kept coming back to these success conversations, and like Blair said, she was literally like, "These are too good for the world not to hear." and and I remember, you know, one of the first conversations or first bigger conversations we had, and I think that was the one we had when we were on the balcony, was how funny it is that when sometimes like people see what you're doing and they see you being out there and sharing and, and you have confidence and you might even, you know, become a bestseller and there's all this great stuff happening in terms of out, outerly success. Yet at the same time, we said, isn't it funny how sometimes you're so successful from the outside, but as an entrepreneur, that might not yet be reflected in your bank account, right? Let's just say it. <laughs> and then the other way around, sometimes we can be so like, like having this abundance and this prosperous money financial kind of way, yet somehow that doesn't connect with how we feel in the experience. And so I just thought that was so cool. And, and I feel like that's a lot of what you do too, Alison, you know, with success without struggle and, and really understanding what is it even? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, and here's the thing too, like you guys have had quite, quite your own journeys, entrepreneurial speaking as a solo and then as business besties. And, and I imagine that your journey, like most of our journeys over the last two years have changed. And, and how do you, how do you like stay? So my whole thing is the, the, the prosperity approach and how to have success without struggle. So when you're up against all of these things with your journey changing on a dime, how do you still continue to feel connected to your purpose? How do you still like, do you, do you continually redefine what success is? I think that's a great question because success is always changing. And like Teresa just said, what someone perceives as success might not be what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think it's all about what's going on in your world and really defining the life that you want to live. Mm 
And I can't speak for Teresa, but I made a decision a few years ago is that I didn't want to live in a place of chaos anymore. I used to say yes to everything and pack my schedule from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed. And I was making lots of money, but I didn't even have time to cash the checks. And I didn't really like the work I was doing. And I wasn't, it wasn't fulfilling. Mm -hmm. So I made a decision that I want to live a life that I feel fulfilled with. I want magnetism. I want things to be attracted to me. And so part of that is really, you know, not rushing through my day, easing into my day, you know, working out, having a bath, meditating, journaling all before, you know, like 8am, like work up, work out at six, get my bath done by seven, chill out on the couch, pet my cats, drink my coffee, pull my Oracle cards, journal, listen to music, ease into my day. That to me is fulfilling, you know, get to my desk and have a day where like everything that's on my schedule, it's because I choose it to be there. I say no to the things I don't want to do. And yes, to the things I do and being really clear on what those things are and how I can make money from it. And the past couple of years, even with the pandemic, I've said no to projects. I've walked away from projects if they don't align with my values because I'm not driven necessarily by money. Yes, I know money. We need to make money. I want to make money. I know how much I want to make, but I'm not driven by money first because when I was driven by money first, I was making lots of it and unhappy. Okay. So here's my question. How easy was it for you to make that decision that now you're going to make decisions based on what fills you up when your whole patterns were all about the drive and all about, you know, saying yes to all of these things, because you're, you're not somebody that anybody walks over. So I don't imagine you were saying yes to these things because you were being a doormat. Well, yeah. So a couple things actually happened in my life. I've had my business since I was 23. I wanted to do PR for the company I was working with at the time. And it wasn't a possibility. So I said, screw it. I'm leaving this company. I'm going to start my own business. And I figured it out. And that was almost 14 years ago. <laughs> um, so over the last couple of years, I've had a lot of experiences. And sometimes clients offer me the opportunity to come in-house. And years ago, I was presented this opportunity for one of my clients to come in-house. And it was presented as a really great opportunity. But it ended up being a lot more than what I expected and what they knew they wanted from me. And a couple of things happened throughout my duration of being there while also still having my business. And there was a straw that broke the camel's back. There was two. One, my husband had a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. Whoa. And I remember sitting in the hospital with him. We were, we were in the hospital and it was about three hours from where we lived because we lived in a, used to live in a small town and we had to be in an urban center in Vancouver. And I was like, yeah, I, I need to restructure the way I do things. And that's when I really started thinking hard about how to redo it. And then uh, shortly after, like not even a year later, like that was in the fall and then early the year. Yeah. So that was in October. And then the January came up, I had an incident um, where I experienced anti-Semitism. Oh, and I walked away from a six-figure contract at the beginning of the pandemic because money isn't worth that to me. I was gaslit. It wasn't treated seriously. Being the only Jewish person in that small company, I was not, I didn't feel safe. I didn't trust. I no longer had trust in the team. And that was the moment where I was like, no, like I'm going back to what I thought in the fall. I was like, I'm going to only take things on that fulfill me and that feel right. I don't need to stick this out just because it's a pandemic and I'm making a hundred grand a year. Like that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. So for me, there was like actually things that happened, like my husband having a heart attack and me not feeling in control. Mm -hmm. And then this specific thing that happened that really was like 
the only time I've experienced anything like this before, but that just was like, yeah, you know what? No, like this company needs me. I don't need this company. They're the ones that approached me. I was like, I know I can create whatever world I want. And that's when things changed. So I made the big change at the beginning of the pandemic. Wow. Wow. I, wow. You're, you were my hero before you're completely my hero now. Well done because you know how many people would actually talk themselves back into sticking it out because of all of the uncertainty that we went through the first part of 2020. You know what? Like I couldn't, my blood was boiling. My blood was boiling. And also, you know what? I've had worse things happen. Like I was at one point when I was younger, I was in an abusive relationship when I was homeless. Like I've, I've always figured it out. I've been in a like pattern of having to figure it out and learning stuff the hard way. So I knew that my gut was telling me this is not right. Leave that. I knew I would be okay. Cause I started listening to my intuition. Oh, boom. Like that's like, that's where it is. And now starting your day in the feminine and easing yourself into the day, like is the it's the, it's the, it's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. Teresa, how has your, how has your journey changed over the last little while or, or has it, and has success been redefined for you too? Oh, totally. So 2020, I already knew that I wanted to build my business in a different way. And when I say different way, one thing that had really happened for me the years earlier was through burnout and through through having reached a pinnacle of success, like being a young GM, very successful with all the accolades, leading a large organization, building an eight-figure business. Like I had so much of what other people would spend a lifetime to work towards. And I was 29 when I became a GM of that luxury boutique hotel. I did that job for six years. Like I, I had so much, you know, of what I always thought I wanted. I'd always been this go-getter, ambitious kind of like person. I like, I I sort of had a bit of a rough like childhood. I was bullied. Like I, I didn't do well. And at one point I just decided that it was time to, to take charge of my trajectory. But to me, that looked like using all the pain and all the experiences of my paths and basically using them to push me to the edge again and again and again in terms of I have to go, I have to do it fast, I have to do it hard, I have to make sure that I prove myself. And so I was driven by that until it drove me into burnout and into feeling miserable in this incredible situation that I found myself in with the title and the money and the the accolades and, you know, all this stuff, it didn't make sense. And, and it really, for me, it was this moment where like, I started looking in the mirror and I was like, who is that person? Like, do I even know who this is? And do I like the person that I'm looking at? Like, is who I'm becoming, who I really wanted to be? Like, it was the weirdest thing to ask yourself this question, because mm-hmm. it's like, how can you not want that? Like, how can you not want that? So I was wearing my golden handcuffs and it took me a long time to to sort of work through this, but through my burnout, through really struggling physically and emotionally and mentally while pretending I was fine, I found my path to coaching. I did a health coaching certification from all things. I became a health coach while still managing the hotel. I found my joy and my passion in actually helping other leaders find a different kind of way of showing up and being in the world. And this is when I started to really live my life 
focused with the intention of how I want to feel and then build goals from that place, like reverse engineered what I wanted to accomplish based on how I wanted to feel first, because I get to feel the way I want to feel now. I don't have to wait for that to come in. And so when 2020 rolled around and I had left the hotel, I had a plan, I had goals, but I really knew that I wanted to find this graceful, elegant, fun, joyful, happy way of being while I was building my business, while I was doing it. And my plan was to really be active in the hotel industry, working with hospitality leaders, um, which have a long track record of people that are burned out and tired all the time because it's a 365 day a week business, 24 seven. So if you are in hospitality, if you're in the hotel industry, if you're in a senior leadership role, I'm sure you can appreciate the fact that the business never shuts. And so burnout is extremely, extremely high in that industry. So I wanted to really change the landscape of that industry. I wanted to do consulting. I wanted to work with hotels on on culture building, really having them see how when we focus on culture and people and, and creating better strategies and systems, how that can turn into very profitable business models, which is what I had done for the hotel. Um, but then the pandemic hit and they all shut down. <laughs> and I'm laughing now, but that was hard. That was really hard for me. So I had this big focus I knew how I wanted to feel. And so so I just more and more just let my intuition lead me and, and following the feeling, following the feeling of satisfaction, following the feeling of, of, of what feels good, making like massive investments and leaps and trying to, to understand how can I do what I want to do virtually without, you know, needing to leave my house. And I know this was only two years ago. And now me saying that it sounds so ridiculous because I'm like, of course, you know, you can make six figures from your phone. No, duh. Right? <laughs> but, but honestly, for me, that was new. And so I pivoted. I ended up pivoting. Um, we started our podcast, right? Like I, I, I wrote my book. I, I became a best-selling author. Then I was like, hang on a second. Like I'm going to, I got to do this differently. I revamped all of my stuff. <laughs> and then I pivoted again, mm-hmm. um, realizing that business and strategy to me are, are such gateways to, to finding freedom and not what Blair just said, right? Like, ma- like making these intentional choices and creating a business that supports the lifestyle that you want, right? Rather than, than you know, the other way around is what I'm really good at and, and systems and strategy and, and, and all that stuff. Like, it's just natural for me. Like I just do it. So I didn't look at it as something that would be valuable. Turns out it's really valuable. So there is my like wild pivot. Well, here, and here's the thing that both of you said that I picked up on my antenna went, whoop. both of you said, I decided I made a decision that I didn't want this anymore. And you both expressed the same thing in two different ways. Blair, you said, I followed my gut. And Teresa, you said, I followed my feelings, which is the same thing. You followed your intuition. 
and you trusted that more than you trusted in the whole standard in the whole system, like in all of those things. And I love you expressed so beautifully, Teresa, the masculine supporting the feminine, the systems and the structures and the strategies are designed to help you to support you in the lifestyle that you want. And we get so caught up in the systems and the structures and they have to work perfect. And what's the next strategy I'm going to do that that leads us to burnout because we forgot what the whole point is of the strategies and the systems and the structures in the first place, you know, and I had a, I had a very similar experience to you. Like I, I was the queen of the grind and I was also the queen of the martyring yourself into the ground as well. And I remember telling my husband, why does anybody ever want to be an entrepreneur? This is awful. This is this is the hardest thing I've ever done. And I would reach milestones and all I would feel was tired. And my business coach is like, now double it. And I'm like, oh, are you are you kidding me? Like I'm a like I'm a worn out rag right now. And now you want me to double it. And it just lost, it lost all sense of meaning. Like you said, I think they call it trappings for a reason. And those golden handcuffs for a reason, which is why like when everything tumbled to the ground for me, it was the greatest blessing ever because now I got to create it just like you two experience. You get to create it on your terms. And this is how I, this is how I must feel as I do it. Because if I am not, I am not willing to sacrifice my peace of mind or sacrifice the way I desire to feel for the almighty dollar or for the wonderful client or for like whatever, whatever that goal or that milestone is, it is, it's just not worth it. It's why I totally created success without struggle and the prosperity approach because they, they're meant to, they're meant to support you and how you feel and, and then to bless other people's lives with it as well. So it's just, oh, it's, it's, it's so gorgeous. I love, I love this conversation so, so much. So tell us about dissecting success. You, we, you alluded to a little bit, you talked about it a little bit. So tell us about your podcast and how we can all find it. So we've been potting for over a year. It comes out every week on Tuesday. Um, you can get it on, I think, almost all podcast players. Um, uh, we would love if you would listen on Spotify and Apple and like leave us a review if you've listened and you love it, which you will. And, you know, mm-hmm. with our short episodes, they're around half an hour. I know that's my attention span. I like short episodes. So like they're about half an hour and it's a mix of me and Teresa and guests or just me and Teresa. We share about things that are going on in real time. We share about things that are going on in the world, the economy, in our business. And what's really cool about it is because it's in real time. Like if you start at the beginning, um, like it's going to get a little heavy for a second. But last February, I lost my mother and it was quite suddenly. And so I was based in. I was based in, in BC and had to go to Manitoba, like in Canada, we're up in Canada. And so we, you know, I was like podcasting from the staircase and podcast. Like, it was so crazy. Cause I was, we, we were talking to guests as my life, as our lives were unfolding. And so it's, it's real. And people yeah. say it's like, they're sitting around having coffee with us. And Teresa, I just saw her grab her pineapple and I'm, I think she wants to say something, but our podcast is just awesome. Like it, it feels like you're hanging out with us. You're eavesdropping on some really juicy conversations. You learn some stuff, you get inspired. You know, if you're listening to this and you want to be a guest, listen to a couple episodes, see for your vibe and reach out to us. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I let me vouch for that. that it's a super cool podcast. And I got to guest on it once and it was magnificent. Tell us about your pineapple, Teresa. I love it. Well, just as Blair was talking, you know, I I just wanted to say, and I know some of you will see this, but like our first episode is called, you can't put success in a box, but you can put it in a pineapple. (laughs) 
Okay. It's actually called success belongs in a pineapple. Oh, success belongs in a pineapple. Anyways, it's the first ever episode that we ever did. And, you know, this also is something, this is something I call a brag bank. And you're just going to have to listen because we are also disclosing something that also brought Blair and I closer together. And that's all I'm going to say in this first episode. So if you're curious, listen to it. But for sure, the, the podcast is fun. And we have amazing guests like Allison come on. And, you know, the cool thing about it is that because we're talking about success and success journeys and what it is, you're going to get so many different answers from so many different people about what success is, what it means to them and their journeys. And I think it really shows us that success gets to be what we want it to be and we get to create it, just what we had spoken about today. And, And that's what I love about our podcast so much. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. So I know people are like, okay, we can find your podcast dissecting success. So go check them out on all the major platforms, but I know you, we've already piqued interest with what a social media marketing maven and what a business coach that will teach us strategies and systems that are no biggie to her because <laughs> they just come naturally and I can either start or scale. So I want people to be able to connect with you. So what is what is a great way to connect with you? And I know you have some really cool freebies too. So tell us about those. Uh, yeah. we'll, uh, Blair, go first. I just started. I feel like we're in a system. Um, yeah, the best way to get in touch with me is, well, I'm everywhere on social media, but you can go to my website, blairkaplan.ca, B-L-A-I-R-K-A-P-L-A-N.ca. There you'll find all my social links. You also will find the link to the Global Resilience Project. We're putting out our first book in this, you know, this spring. By the time you're listening to it, the books should be out or it's coming out right now. Um, but we've been gathering stories of resilience from around the world. I love social media. That's my job. Um, right now, like really easy to find on Instagram. I am Blair from Blairland. <laughs> so Blair from Blairland on Instagram or Blair Kaplan Venables on Facebook and LinkedIn. But, you know, I love a good chat in the DMs. I love knowing how people found me and discovered me. So if you're listening to this and you follow me, shoot me a message. See, do you love how real she is? I love how real these women are. And it's like, hey, I'm a human too in the trenches with you as well. I know. And I'm, and I'm not going to tell your story or anything, Blair, but you're going through some r- real things right now, some real heavy things right now. And in, yeah. and in the midst of some transformation and and all of that. And the fact that like, yeah, you're a real person and you're here to, to help ease the way for others. Like, it's just, it's, it's glorious. It's, it's yeah. so beautiful. You'll see, I don't, I'm not like your other social media experts. I'm not making a bunch, you know, I'm not, not making two reels a day, giving you tips on how to post on social media. I actually show up as me. I, I share a lot about my personal life and I teach by showing, not by telling. Mm-hmm. And when I work with my clients or when Teresa and I work with our clients together, you really get to learn how to do this. I really believe in storytelling. I use a structure called the empowerment pillars for thought leadership um, and there are seven pillars. And, you know, if you follow me, you'll, you'll learn all about those, but I love it because it is true. I am real. Like what you see is what you get. It's almost to a fault. <laughs> 
you know, maybe it's a blessing and a curse. I, I think know. it's so refreshing. <laughs> I think it is so refreshing. Yeah. And, and Blair has a download called stress-free social media checklist. So we'll make sure that we um, click, uh, we pop this link in the show notes so that you can grab that as well. So you can um, stay connected with her that way. And also um, get, get a great jumpstart on checklists that aren't completely overwhelming. <laughs> I'm sure. Teresa, how, can, how do people get to find you? And what oh have you God. got for well, them? Well, I will say, come and join me on my Instagram because it's a vibe. It is a vibe, literally. <laughs> that is what's going out. Um, you can find me at Teresa Lambert Coaching. So if you're on Instagram, definitely come hang out with, the, with me there. I share a ton of funny reels, inspirational stuff, a ton of value, strategy, and tips. So if you're coming to my Instagram, you're definitely going to get a lot of tips. So be ready to, to be like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I love her tips. I share her tips with my followers all the time. Yeah. They're, they're great. Awesome. And they're simple. They're simple, simple, simple. And I think that is, I mean, it is what I'm all about. I, I am about making business easy. So your life can be more full. This is what I do. So it's a vibe and it's fun and it's easy and it's simple. So at Teresa Lambert Coaching, my Instagram is a place to be. And the, uh, the there's so many exciting things that I'm always up to. I'm one of those people who I love to serve. I love to give. I love to bring you into my business in any sort of shape or form. I run different programs almost every single month and different masterclasses every single month. So I'm definitely one of those people where you're like, holy crap, she's moving. And I want you to know that I move with so much ease and, and, and you don't have to move this fast. But that to me is like, that's my slow version. <laughs> me, that's your okay? slow version. <laughs> um, which is awesome. But now truly, like it, it gets to be simple to build our businesses. And one place actually I'm going to invite you to, and, I, and Allison, I'm going to give you a different link because I think that cool. this will be relevant to so many people. But 2021 was my first six-figure year in business. And it was a journey to get there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Congratulations. I, yeah, it was huge <laughs> with all my pivoting and all the things that I did. It was a it was a big thing because I literally rebuilt myself. I, I, my experience in business was in the hotel industry. That's where all my connections were. So to, to rebuild, it was scary to follow. The feeling was scary. It continues to feel a little scary, but I'm mm -hmm. learning to walk with my fears more and more. And I'm actually hosting an incredible training um, later in April. And I'm not sure exactly when this episode will air, but it will still be available after. So no matter what, come and join me for this free masterclass. It's called The Way to 100K. Oh, I love it. The Way to 100K. And it's all about really me pulling back the curtain, showing you what I did, how I did it, where I focused my energy, the strategies that I implemented. You get a going to get so much value from this. So if you're an entrepreneur, you're on your six-figure journey, you want a six-figure or multiple six-figure business, this is for you and, and it will still be available um, afterwards. So. I love I it. So we'll, so I'll drop link. that link. Well, that links in the show notes as yeah. well. So, and you started your business from scratch in 2020, didn't you? Cause you left the hotel industry in January. Yeah. I left the hotel industry in January and then yeah. Hotel management consulting and my uh, executive coaching went down the drain. 
in March 2020. So I literally rebuilt my business and started to realize that the experience I have of running a service-based business, a hotel, events, restaurants, spas, actually really translates into into the online space in terms of attraction marketing and the pillars for it. So I really mm-hmm. took my experience from the hotel and how we would do things and how I did things to build an eight-figure business and translated it into online coaching business space. And it actually works really well. And you did that and you did that in what a year? You went from scratch to six figures in about a year? Well, 24, 24 months, because uh, 2021 was my first six-figure year. So yeah, 2020 so, was a rough year for me. I'm not going to lie. Like I I'm, I'm like always share this, but I made about $20,000 in revenue in 2020. 2020 was tough. And I hit six figures in, in 2021. 2021. Wow. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Most people will tell you, most high level business execs, even in the online space will tell you it takes two years to even turn a profit on a business. And so the fact that you hit six figures, here's, here's the thing. Like people are going to be like, tell me what you did and how you did it, which is what your masterclass is all about, except it's who you were. It was the being part of it. It was following the feeling. It was, it was, it was the, it was really was the feminine that then helped you create like all of that in such a short amount of time in the middle of a global pandemic and all of the upset of 21 bleeding into 22, like all, like all of that, like, oh, I love it. I love it. That is so <laughs> juicy things, juicy things, but I so agree great. with you. I agree with so you. So great. Holy you know, cow. Masculine and feminine together is where the magic's at. Like we gotta, mm-hmm. we gotta embrace them both. We can't just have one or the other. I, I think that that is so important and so misunderstood, which is why I love that there's so many leaders, you know, yourself, us, so many mm-hmm. other incredible leaders that are now doing this work to show people the way the yes. different way, the way to hundred K, the way to hundred K. I love that plug so much. And, and the fact too, that it, it must be done differently. It, you know, it, we're so good. And my audience is so good because they're ambitious women that are driven and they want to get stuff done. So you, they've got the doing dialed in. It's the way it's the way to do it. It's the being and all of that. And it, and it sounds, and, and I can tell just, just by knowing you and speaking with you that you've just naturally fuse those two together. And that's why it was so successful. Oh my gosh. I'm, this is, this has been wonderful. See, now I'm fangirling all over you too. So thank you ladies so much for being here. What a, a, an amazing conversation. I appreciate you. I love you to pieces. I am here to help you in whatever way you need, would love to have you back. And is there anything else you want to share before we say goodbye? I just want to thank you for having us on. This was great. And I invite all your listeners to follow me and Teresa, you know, listen to Dissecting Success. Check us out on our socials, our websites. We're up to separate things and things together. And you know what? If you're like, whoa, I love their vibe. We both come from very different backgrounds and have very different experiences. And everyone that works with us up levels, we give their business momentum and velocity. We offer two to one coaching and we have another cohort of momentum starting in the fall. We invite you into our world. I love it. It's a glorious world to be part of. So thank you, ladies. Thank Thank you all for being part of this podcast. And for those of you listening in or watching, thanks for being here. And remember, until next time, prosperity becomes you. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of The Prosperity Approach. If you haven't already, be sure to head over to prosperityapproach.com slash 52 ways and pick up your free copy of The Prosperity Guide. This guide will help you discover 52 different ways to dissolve fear and overwhelm, grow your wealth consciousness, and experience success without struggle. Until next time, remember, the challenge is necessary on your journey to success, but the struggle isn't. 